what I really want to do to you guys is like, we're gonna just have to get our uncut gems chat out of oh, the way. Oh man, <laughs> I kind of think it also fits with the pod. Do you want to do some of it now? I, I, you know, there's I, what I, one thing I like about the pod already is I feel like there's an accumulating list of things that the listener, the loyal listener, can consume to understand the mindset oh, I, of the show. And uncut gems is a remarkable late release mm-hmm. that I think is maybe almost the perfect thing. Because it's both about just obscene, stupid, rich guy culture. Mm, yeah, yeah. But it's got that fucking A24 logo. I love. I was just thinking, though, because I was watching a lot of... I did. I went down the um, the, the YouTube portal mm-hmm. of uh, Adam Sandler interviews about Uncut Gems and the Safety Brothers and stuff. You're, and, like, you're like Kevin Garnett. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to the YouTube boy. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, you know, the amount of... I think there's a lot of shout about how Mark Zuckerberg, different rich businessmen dressed like absolute shite. Yeah. Um, but Adam Sandler really goes, he comes out the other end yeah. of dressing like absolute shite. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is, which means he's really, you know, he's of his time because every guy I know who apparently dresses well dresses like shit in that same way, where yeah. he dressed so shitty that apparently it's hot. It's encouraging in the worst sense. Exactly. It makes me think I can dress like shit, but when I dress like shit, it comes out more Mac DeMarco, which is just not trying hard at all. He actually has a vision, I think. Oh my God, no, he does. And you know that like when he... I have a friend who once we were shopping in a charity shop uh, and he saw a medium-sized brown T-shirt and he went, oh, fucking hell, yes, <laughs> this is ace. And I was like, what? And and I think that's how Adam Sadler is. Adam Sadler is, sees an XL stained grey hoodie and goes, <laughs> this is it. This is what I wanted. It's like, I want shorts that make you question if they're shorts or not. I, <laughs> exactly. The three-quarter length. I mean, it's Kevin James, famously, those jaw people. You know, it looks like he'll just blow away if he's <laughs> caught under like a grate. But this is um, Kevin James looks like that, but Adam Sandler looks like, I think the look he's going for he could be any shape under those clothes. <laughs> like, and, and I don't just mean any human shape, but he could be an octagon. <laughs> he, could, he could have several tentacles. I hope he just takes, he takes off those clothes and he's just a DNA spiral. <laughs> 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 um, I think as well, he just, uh, he is, his energy is so strange. I do want to, my personal style goal now is to dress like he does when he has to do photo shoots with like a GQ or whatever. They basically make him dress up. But like, and it's but not that kind of hard. So it's like baggy, yeah. baggy, fancy clothes, That's and it's really like cool. this kind of like I've always wanted to look like a lounge singer or a kind of like a cruise, like a, a washed up cruise entertainer or something. Oh, that's That's always the aesthetic I, yeah, I chase. The, the Jimmy Buffett, but yeah. but with a bit more panache. Absolutely, Jimmy Buffett with a bit more panache. You I should have let that hang <laughs> and shame you. For um, that. you know, actually, I've been shamed for talking about Jimmy Buffett by my own family. Right. You do not know who he is. <laughs> And I was like, oh, it's like Jimmy Buffett. And they're like, who the fuck is Jimmy Buffett? He's like, he sang Margaritaville. Yeah. And there's no way you don't sound like you're making it up. <laughs> Listener, you are listening to, <laughs> okay, to the that's rich podcast uh you are talking to uh, me daniel mckeown uh, and me rory kelly we're two uh, fake ass peter parkers who are recently just obsessed with 
across time, the obscene wealth and the just bananas uh, sort of brain mush that happens to those that are hyper wealthy, that have always been hyper wealthy or have come into it. Um, Absolutely. People who aren't scraping the bottom of their overdraft right now. <laughs> we, um, week by week, me and my established colleague, Rory Kelly, will uh, pick a rich person or a topic or a thing of culture from across time, from all the way back to Roman soft boys to modern soft boys. You know, we really... <laughs> we, we really, really run the gamut. <laughs> <laughs> really gunning for those soft boys that we could have been We're coming and for still you. could be. Uh, this show has, I think, an unofficial patron saint, at least in my mind, mm -hmm. and that is that is GP, Gwyneth Paltrow, mm -hmm. who has, I mean, done more, you know, we do our best on the show to expose the kind of weird uh, things that rich people think and do. I don't think anyone's done that better than Gwyneth Paltrow, <laughs> albeit unintentionally. Yeah. Her very success is like, mm. you know, a, an I, a monument to mm. uh, the stupidity of the wealthy. Um, and so Gwyneth Paltrow this week has a Netflix show out based around her lifestyle brand, Goop. Yes. Goop. It's funny that her company is called Goop because she looks like someone who would dissolve if she was covered in actual goop. <laughs> if she like was on the Nickelodeon Kids' Choice Awards and got gunged, I think she, she would. Just wash away. Let's wet tissue paper. Yeah. Um, uh, it's called Goop. The Goop Lab. For many reasons. The Goop Lab is the Netflix show. Um, Goop is Gwyneth Paltrow's lifestyle brand set up in 2008 and it began as just a newsletter in which she would share her, you know, weird tips and tricks for, you know, uh, staying young, uh, keeping healthy and communing with the old ones. And it's, <laughs> it's, it's weird and it, it's ballooned into the most amorphous concept you can think of. Lifestyle brand is really perfect for it because it's a brand without, without mm. remit. Um, is a clothing line, yeah. uh, health products, mm. uh, they run events, they have a magazine. Mm. Um, mm. It's it's really an empire, the likes of which uh, very few other people have managed to create. Um, it's called Goop, by the way. I'm just going to get this out of the way. Sure, yeah, I, yeah, I learned yeah, this yeah. today. It's called Goop for a few reasons. One is that Gwyneth Paltrow's initial, initials, JP, uh, GP, GP. So you're a GIF man, right? <laughs> <laughs> Relitigate 2011 internet <laughs> discord. Uh, so GP went into making the name Goop. Also, apparently, somebody told her that internet successful internet companies have a double O in them. Like oh, Google. okay. Yeah, so she yeah. Was just like whack that in there. I think basically what we wanted to do was we always wanted to talk about Gwyneth Paltrow, and we decided to watch a couple episodes of the show as a jumping off point and combine it with our, our mixed research to try and uh, to get into this and. I was doing mainly, my research was mainly watching videos and interviews with her to get her, just to understand her energy, because it's quite hard to get across. And I've never felt so much like my, I would disgust her so much. Oh, that's I don't even good, think yeah. I'm that gross. Like, I think <laughs> I'm quite, I do my best, like, I have gross moments. Mm -hmm, but I think mm -hmm. if she just saw me, you know, <laughs> stained teeth and, like, my lips are kind of dry and I'm trying yeah. to take my camera off, I think she would just be like, oh my God, and like this is, this is like you'd look like you know those like 18th century drawings of like haggard old crones <laughs> like and I'm mistress. And you'd be like, oh god, that poor wretched creature. Yeah, and just like but not even like, but also you kind of love it. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. No, let's get into the show then. Let's talk about Goop Lab. Um, let's talk about the first episode, which I like to point out. Netflix tells you, I don't know if you saw this, watch in any order, and I'm like, what you know. How fucking hippie does this have to be? That's just saying, like, nobody 
episodes. I don't care. It's like that scene uh, in like Saw, you know, when they like cut their Achilles tendon and they have to walk out. It's like you know I'm gonna watch them in order. It's <laughs> only one. You're the master. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like, you yeah. put them. You number them one to six. Go on. Watch run. Run away. Do what you want. Yeah. Um, I will say <laughs> this is arguably the most boring neoliberal propaganda I've ever seen in my fucking goddamn life. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, At least you know. Fucking the Soviets made, like, you know, big <laughs> moving art. Yeah. This shit yeah. sucks. I will say, um, uh, you know, I watched the first two episodes. Haven't seen a lab. Yeah, got one shot of a lab. Very interesting. That funnily enough, I don't think any of this is fucking peer reviewed. <laughs> I think it's just so. We're, okay, so right, we're going to talk about episode one. Um, which is all about uh, psychedelics and yeah. taking magic mushrooms. You brought something up that I think is important. The show is called Goop Lab, and the show has uh, what I can only describe as the sort of TMZ framing device. I don't know if you remember uh, TMZ's sort of fun skits they would do, but it would be the head of TMZ in the office yes, being like, yes, yeah. I want stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, it's sort of like a combination between a newsroom and a set, and Goop has the same thing. Yeah. Sparse clinical clean room with boring neoliberal dentist yeah. writing room furniture there was um the there's a lot of uh what felt like polite laughter when gwyneth makes a joke oh, oh, oh. Mm, can yes. we get into like so like <laughs> gwyneth Paltrow in the show is and i have to say this was perfect use of gwyneth Paltrow. um the stars of the show are really mm. the goop team uh, and these guys who look like they have you know like fucking master's degrees from Ivy League universities that I've gone to. They look like the most successful people I ever met. You know when you yeah. meet a successful person and they're like a polished dime? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just yeah. Like glisten and, and they're like, like dressed down but still shiny. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Blindingly so. Um, you meet the man and he's in a hoodie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the man wears flip-flops. <laughs> um... <laughs> Um, I don't know what I do we're doing like anarchist citizen radio now <laughs> but so the, the stars of the show are the team Gwyneth Paltrow kind of moves through as like kind of like the commandant of the whole thing or and, and this is you know the thing that's really once stuck with me about the show uh-huh. is the way Gwyneth Paltrow looks at people when they're talking because there's like an intensity to her gaze, whether or not she's laughing or smiling. It looks like, I've been trying to think of a way to describe it, but it sort of looks like she's trying to enter your mind through <laughs> your eyes. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like she's trying to like teleport you into a field. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's like a, a focusedness that I just I, can't. And occasionally you catch her staff kind of make a joke and there'll be a beat. Yeah, pause, yeah, yeah. And then the go, <laughs> and you're like, oh I, my like, god! It's oh the my look god. of someone who's imagining what you'd look like if she turned you into an animal and on her own private island. Exactly. Own. Exactly. Yeah. She's trying to imagine how much moisture she can wring out of your tongue as you talk to her. Like, yeah. It is. She doesn't even look like she cares that they're doing the show. Like, she literally no. looks like she's not even there or present. I she's think. she's somewhere else. Um, you mentioned as well the first episode is about psychedelics, which of course meant that when they get into the circle, there's the same sort of softly Elton John voice Englishman who's wearing purple and always is chilling. Like, why is it always like a weird guy? <laughs> like that yeah. vibe with, guy. With, with, with purple lens glasses. Yeah, yeah, It looks yeah. like he's he's just two degrees, exactly like Elton John, he's two degrees off an accountant. Like he's an accountant yeah, yeah. with 
earrings and a scarf. Yeah, literally. Yeah, and yeah. he's like, you know, we've got to, you know, find your chakra. And I'm like, these, you that's know, who these people are. Yeah, yeah. They are accountants with yeah. scarves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's exactly the point about like, the, they get cold necks just like us. You know? <laughs> the th- what's so funny about the show is how it swings between this kind of um, bogus spiritualism mm-hmm. and kind of phony science mm-hmm. and there's a real attempt to kind of legitimize it through science and a lot of it is remarkably you know they, they talk about communing with great spirits and then it's remarkably fucking boring like, yeah, yeah and i know yeah. i'm not mm-hmm. taking mushrooms and i know i'm not but like it's like open plan office culture you know yeah, it is yeah. like working at tmz yeah, it's like what do you got from me i've got i've got well i've, I've made touch with the other side it's like brilliant <laughs> you get 800 words yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not like that it's it's, it's so uh they because the, i guess talking about the self and self-discovery as much as i do think it's worthwhile to to, to find peace with yourself it's like after all this is just like Oh, do you need to? Like, yeah, yeah. Just, no, it is. Yeah. I'm sorry. It is. It is too soft. It is self-centered. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, not the way everyone does it. The way these guys do. It. It's too soft-spoken. I wish <sighs> that spirituality was more like like a, 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 a waiter in a New York diner where they just kind of slam it down like, take that, you fucking. You want your fucking luminous? Yeah, you yeah. Want yeah. <laughs> just astral project. Leave a good tip. Like, <laughs> Um, and I just wish it was more like that. I wish it was just like that. So like, I kind of want it to be sort of gruffer, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look like, what you're doing. You, you, you closed off the other dimension. You're upsetting your mother. <laughs> you're going to wear, like, shorts in the astral nice. That might be because I just watched The Irishman. That might be <laughs> and the other thing was, so in this episode, there's a guy um, who's Gwyneth's friend, uh, he's this guy they've worked with for ages, and to show their friendship, they just show just the most garbage selfies. <laughs> it's like you work in media. How do you not take a good selfie? It really freaked me out. Yeah, bad like mum tier selfies. You know, she t- Gwyneth Paltrow takes selfies exa- at the exact angle that your mum does. Like, yes, the, yeah. The phone is like weirdly close and far away at the same time. Um, and the other person who's close to her, which is seemingly a recurring character, is Elise Lonan, yeah. who I have to say is constantly looking like she's trying to figure out why the hell she works. <laughs> her resting face is always like she's passing gas. Like she was like, we're like trying to figure out exactly what they're saying. It's like, like they're not. <laughs> and then she talks like she has figured it out. It's like, why is just tell your face? Yeah, you let your brain connect with your face. <laughs> they're is... so close. <laughs> This is the the woman with the dark hair, the short yes, dark hair. Yes, the sorts of uh, yeah. So uh, this is Elise is the chief content officer, I believe her name is, which right. is a terrifying <laughs> fucking title, mm-hmm. content officer. Yeah, um, Elise's vibe is very strange. She seems like she could be, you know, uh, secretary of state, mm-hmm. uh, or you know. Yeah, general in a war, you know, space or something. She <laughs> yeah, seems yeah, like yeah. a very hard <laughs> together, you know, put together human being, very organized. And she's talking about how, you know, drinking plant tea can make you... Like, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really... Yeah, it's... Waste it's of talent is one. It's a, yeah. <laughs> you know. Why aren't you in space? Yeah, uh, fight the war. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We've got to defeat the bug people. Um, the other thing that I think is, is and I think this is kind of a, a jumping off point talking to how this is toxic. It's not um, yeah. like just airy-fairy without sort of damage. They take these very real stories of people in these case studies that are quite... Um, quite heavy like stories of cancer survivors and, and people with PTSD and they sort of talk about how the MDMA treatment and the um, and other stuff like shroom treatment uh, has helped them but then they cut it 
with what I can only describe as weird react shots. Of like, <laughs> so I cancel, and then it just like cuts to like what looks like could be a gif, or like, and it's just like, why did they do that? That's really like, and I don't. You're know, so yeah, right. I'm trying to. Thing. I'm trying to remember what the what the, the guy who who had the who was in the military mm, who talks about yeah. his thing. They used one of the weirdest shots. I'm trying to remember what it was. Oh, it doesn't. I'm not going to remember it. But it, it just felt very. Um, and I suppose they were trying to show like the results oh. of their thing. What were they doing? I remembered it. Is that this Josh guy had PTSD and very serious story, not making light of it at all. No, of course. But the way they edited it is strange because what he says is he's like, you know, I I went into the study, I didn't know what I thought, and then it's like a hard cut to him saying, I thought MD was cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like I really undermined what he was trying to get across. Yeah, it was strange. It was like um. And I just like I think they were kind of responding to a lot of the criticism of Goop, which is that the average person mm. uh, has their insecurities taking advantage of, which can happen in this sort of self love, self growth mm-hmm. uh, kind of industry. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think maybe they were trying to re- respond to something like that, but it just felt so like I don't know, like just just kind of creepy that like you you're you're sort of conflating this with you know these guys jumping in cold water to feel something. Exactly, or just something to do another episode. I think that's completely fair to say. What I, what I was going to say, this is my this is my semi-big take. So, like, the first episode that we're talking about where they take magic mushrooms and they have all these, you know, kind of spiritual experiences <laughs> together is a really good example of this because Goop is selling, like, fragments of real information cut together with weirdo spiritual nonsense in fact they, they take these little fragments and they stitch it together into this big tapestry that says mm-hmm. you know yeah, yeah. we're all one magical creatures and all this stuff and you know got a big grand spiritual worldview that does explain everything and that really has like precedent like particularly rich people getting really into this has happened mm-hmm. before like in the 18th and 19th century in europe when the scientific method really starts to get going and you get you know men you know like writing big manuscripts that are like, I have devised the temperature of the earth or something right, based yes, yeah. on random bullshit. <laughs> what was paradoxical is that as they make these incremental scientific advances, they get more superstitious mm-hmm. because they discover things like magnetism, uh, gravity, mm-hmm. the fact that the human body is controlled by sending, you know, uh, electrical signals down our muscles and stuff. Yeah. All of which, while true in the limited ways they knew mm-hmm. prompts them to think well maybe there are other invisible forces that control the world and yeah. you get the rise of mesmerism and the belief yeah. that there's all these fluids in the body control mm-hmm. and, and that's where we get our right. image of the victorian period as a period both of like great scientific discovery and of people sitting around fucking trying to you know doing palm readings and, yeah. and trying to talk to fairies yeah, yeah, yeah. and doing seances mm-hmm. um and we're, that's exactly what's happening here is that we yeah. know we, we know little bits about psychology and about the mind most of the show is about psychology very few little of it is about what i thought it would be. but they they take real things that people have gone through mm-hmm. and they press it into the service of this grand narrative and that yeah. is genuinely sinister mm-hmm. and yeah bullshit. definitely i think that's a really good take i do think as well there's a thing of like rich person depressed where you have everything yeah and it's like oh i need to find new meaning and it's like i don't know maybe it's because you only buy white walls that's <laughs> why you stare into the abyss because you love minimalism so much that you're like staring into nothing <laughs> and you're like wow maybe i'm like fucking depressed and i need to ascend <laughs> and exactly. terrible interior design <laughs> are you saying it's just the interior design I yeah, so it is a huge part of it. I think that's a huge. I'm going to the core of what's going on. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean the unspoken thing in the whole show, 
is the money, right? Like they're like, and they, and they do. Say, of course, you know, it's possible rich people are very sad, um, <laughs> but you know, the idea of changing your material circumstances, the idea that maybe you should be making as much money, mm-hmm. the idea you should be giving it away, the idea that any of that which that, that doesn't occur to them. No, yeah, they yeah. they rather than do, they'll do anything but that. Yeah, they'll yeah, try yeah. to transcend the mortal plane. Yeah. Before they consider giving away the money or or, or living, yeah, definitely. It's it's just funny. We're at this point where you know science is getting to a point where it's like really, you know, is very much game changing as to what we think of everything. Yeah, I feel like and the technology is there, but it's only for exactly, exactly. Um, and I think this is kind of an indicative, not that it's real science, but kind of indicative of what that mindset has become. Um, Precisely, they have access to the frontiers of what we know, and so they're getting yeah. to. And it's the same with fucking Elon Musk in the group. Like, we can go to Mars. Well, uh, yeah, we're a private fucking company yeah, instead of a fucking WeWork. So they go, they go to this resort mm-hmm. in the first episode. Jamaica. They have to leave the country, go to Jamaica to to take, and they all sit around and they have these experiences. Mm-hmm. And you know, and I don't know. See, this is the thing as well where I feel like the lazy cynic mocking it. But I'm sorry when I see like you know. This guy like rubbing his chest <laughs> and like telling it, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. I, think, I laugh. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I fucking laugh. It's funny. <laughs> I'm gonna make a statement. I think there we go. Sharing a video of your uh, ayahuasca or your shrimp thing is the ultimate cringe posting. I think <laughs> like, that's it was super earnest for you, and you probably broke through something. But I find it cringe. I exactly. find it embarrassing. And it's a perfect. <laughs> and it's a perfect moment because it's the same with you know stories about. The worst kind of stories are stories about how fucked up you got mm-hmm. or stories about your dreams or whatever. Because these are things that happen inside your skull. Yeah, like, there's yeah. no story. And watching people take mushrooms, I don't get to see any of the cool visuals. Yeah. I don't get to yeah, do yeah, shit. Yeah. You're sitting on the floor. Yeah. And yeah, you're yeah. having all these. And this is another thing. Mm-hmm. They, they talk, you know, as, as they're having their reflections and they're sitting around and thinking mm-hmm. about it. Quite sincerely, you know, they're talking about, um, you know, how the, uh, the, uh, PA, whose name I've forgotten, mm-hmm. who's, who's the only man from the office who goes, um, and who has issues around his father, gets gets held by these two men mm-hmm. who are there. Yeah. And they talk about how, you know, you don't get to see that regard, you know, Elise. Elise says, you know, you leaving aside the psychedelics, you don't often get to see men hold each other like that. And you're like, yeah, you know what? That's a repressive thing. You don't need the drugs to do that. There's another <laughs> thing where she's lying on the ground, she's looking up at the sky, and she's having this. Uh, I used to do this as a kid. It's like, yeah, you did. Like, yeah, you yeah. but now you fucking work in hell. You work yeah. for good. And and like, just go and lie on the ground. Like, yeah, not yeah. not like we should. But you know, the idea of changing the structures around, you know, that that doesn't matter. You know, yeah. instead, if you have to just retreat further and further into your own skull mm, and yeah. put any fucking product in there that might make you feel yeah. something. It felt sort of disingenuous when they mentioned any sort of big discourse talking points that they mentioned masculinity. They mentioned yeah. some stuff about. Uh, you know, racism, mm-hmm. but it does just feel like, you know, uh, as a, a crutch for talking about uh, their own brands and their own selves, which is like... The only person who ever makes the obvious jokes about these things, whoever goes, oh, this sounds fucking crazy, is Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah. Everyone else is quite clearly too yes. fucking terrified to do it. Yeah, and she yeah. does it occasionally, and you can feel the tension break in the room, and yeah, it's yeah. like, okay, good for her. But, you know... That's like when fucking Stalin jokes in America. <laughs> you know, like, if, if you take anything away from this podcast, is that we're saying Gwyneth Paltrow is Stalin. It's Stalin. I won't be reading any comments. <laughs> Don't write to me. Um, and um, you think as well, like, is everything that I was like, well, it's your soul on the line. Uh, <laughs> um, um, just to say one thing as well, you talked about a slightly phony 
woke politics about our masculinity and stuff. Sorry, I know this, maybe this feels overdone, but this is true. Accompanying all this rhetoric about spiritualism and stuff is always a creepy orientalist thing about how, yes. you know, Eastern traditions have all these things. Uh, exemplified by the fact that anytime anyone talks about this, uh, and particularly when uh, one of the admittedly very few non-white people talk about it, they play like fucking pan flat oh, flute music yeah. underneath going... <laughs> I mean, it was telling, it's not Orientalist, but it's certainly colonial. They went all the way to Jamaica and they still were being guided through it by white people. By, yeah, by, by, by yeah. a... By a Woman with a very English accent. Well, yeah, two yeah. English people and an American fucking, man. With something that looks like, you know, had the old design, like the old porch design. Yeah, the big porch. Yeah, that's thing. what I was thinking. Yeah. Was like, also, uh, but I hate that. They probably talk about it. Like, I hate that that happened. <laughs> yeah. like, I'm here. Oh, of course. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Like, I continue to vote. Yeah. The guy we christened, you know, the Elton John type. Yes, quite. Referred to uh, coming here to commune with the spirit of the mushroom, which I <laughs> just... <laughs> Mario's been doing that for years. Talk to Mario. <laughs> it's a me, you're conscious. <laughs> I'm so, you know what, if I did one of those trips, what do you think would you see if you saw? Oh, I couldn't stop thinking about that. I think yeah. I would see the most irony poisoned Nintendo bullshit. I know. I, I would see that. I think I'd be like, oh, for fuck's sake, my salvation's come at the hands of fucking Zelda. Exactly. And I have to, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I'd be, I, whatever I saw, I'd be way too cynical to be. You know, <laughs> like, yeah, if, 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 if Buddha came over to me and hugged yeah, me, yeah. I'd be like, you know, Loki gross that it's yeah, Buddha. Yeah. That's uh, a bit yeah, oriented. Like yeah. <laughs> There's like, a thing that's on that show, I guess I'm kind of racist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the one thing you hope that it's not like. <laughs> oh man, yeah, you just see, like, yeah. I get cancelled for the thing I can't control. Yeah. I uh, just, I wouldn't mention it. So, Rory, what did you see? Um, <clears throat> same as same as Linda. Yeah. You saw Linda's dad. Yeah. <laughs> we were weirdly tight. Yeah. yeah. I just, uh, <laughs> we threw the ball around. It was great. Um, but we're gonna jump, Rory. I haven't seen this episode. Right. But Rory, we're gonna jump ahead to the final episode because you have seen final episode. Right. Okay. This is the last episode of uh, is the point where the show genuinely tips into de- being uh, fucking evil. Oh, cool. Um, because right. uh, <laughs> uh, having primed us with spiritual mumbo jumbo for a lot of this um the last episode uh is quite well titled are you into it as in intuit as in intuitive because it's yeah uh it's all about uh mediums uh mind reading and communing with the dead uh they meet this uh medium whose name i've forgotten i don't give a shit um horrible person uh who claims that not only is she a medium and she can talk to, and actually re, uh, be a conduit for uh, dead loved ones. That anyone can do this. Because, and she does this explaining this absurd philosophy about energy, which she opens up. God, it's always, I've, I've heard this phrase many times from these cranks. She starts by saying, energy is real. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, no quarrels there. I don't know what you. <laughs> I'll tell you something energy cannot be destroyed or played. Exactly. She'd love that. GCSE shine. She's like, wow, that's really fucking true. She explains that, you know, this medium explains that energy is real. You have to trust it, be open to it. Don't be cynical, obviously. I mean, she's very, she's very, she's got your fucking number in it. She's <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, say that she's cameras. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be cynical, you at home, you second. <laughs> um, the thing is, she's, she's, this medium is this kind of 
as uh, open as you could probably be about stuff. She's like, you know, don't believe that until you've had an experience of it. But at the same time, you know, presiding over all these things is that if you bring the wrong energy to it, you're not going to get it. You know what I mean? Uh, during the course of the episode, she, she guides people learning how to read energies, you know, and read the energies of other people. Um, they do this exercise where people like close their eyes and uh, people make faces at them. And you have to try and guess what face they're making behind, you know, when your eyes are closed. Uh, which is like <laughs> fucking. So I just, I don't think I'd be very good at that. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I use my eyes when to see. Can I... There's, there's also a really funny bit where Gwyneth Paltrow talks about her own experience with mediums, um, where she says, you know, I had, I had a few and they didn't really resonate for me. You know, I thought they were telling me stuff that they could probably just have googled, you know, because I'm famous. And then she says, but she had a reading with the medium that she, that's in the episode, and she said she was telling me, you know, stuff, stuff that wasn't googled. I just couldn't stop thinking about like what what secrets could like imagine knowing Gwyneth Paltrow's secret. I mean, this is what yeah. she puts out there. I mean, we're talking, you she, know, her planet of origin, yeah. uh, the the <laughs> mystic words that lock her inside a pyramid. Yeah. <laughs> I wish she said like these were Googleable, but they were Googleable. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so great. That would be the only funny moment. In yeah. The show. Um, she just has the vibes that if she saw a man drowning, she wouldn't do anything. <laughs> She just sit and stand there watching a man die. Just cold. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, it's it's very toxic. I mean, it, it's the strangest because I feel like self love stuff doesn't need this big witchy justification. Exactly. Yeah, this is exactly. Yeah, it's it's and it's and it's very sinister bullshit. And she does these readings with people. And oh my god, right? So she does she does readings with multiple employees. But there's been you know documented stuff about how people do this stuff, how they do cold reading. They insist they don't do cold reading, but I'm I'm just I'm not buying it. Um, I like to read warm under a blanket. <laughs> <laughs> you can have a look. Do you understand? Know it's, 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 it's a fucking joke. It's a joke to you. you know, that really, really tickled me. Uh, really that was really good. Mediums are a very successful industry. Most of them don't consent consent to proper scientific study. She does, but with this particular nonprofit um, that that you know, I don't think. Uh, whose word you have to take. Um, at the end, the episode culminates which there's a cynical employee. There's a token, you know, you know, I kind of think that maybe the dead can't speak. I'm actually just here to get a paycheck. Exactly. I need a five and, you yeah, know, yeah. I don't clock in, I clock out. <laughs> I write weird press releases for, you know, <laughs> scrub that smells of mustard. And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and she does a reading on her. See, this, this is the part where, okay, I have to, I don't, Obviously, they're never going to hear this, and I don't know if they're litigious anyway. So I'm just going to say, this is all my opinion, this is alleged. I'm not saying it's fake, but it fucking seems fake as shit. Because they do the reading with a cynical employee who's like, nothing. She gets nothing. So she does some readings with employees, and they go well, and she apparently yeah. identifies them. Then does readings with uh, the cynical employee, and she's like, no, that's not. You know. And she says, the things that I thought she was saying, you know, they were close, they were very broad, they were very hit and miss. And, and you think, oh no, she hasn't. She hasn't been able to do it, you know? Oh, well. And then, the sound engineer, uh, it's crying. And they're like, oh my God, no, you've actually been reading the, the and this, 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 this woman. She's like, this is what happens. The media is like, this is what happens when I'm so open to the energies. And occasionally I just, and it's like, that is yeah. the biggest load of shit I've ever seen 
in my life. How are you going to tell me that it's yeah. about like communing with people and like understanding? But occasionally, it's like fucking AM radio, that, and yeah. you can get you know you can cross wires and get the wrong yeah. signal. I, and it speaks to the problem, which is that obviously what it seems to be going on is that these are like personal experiences that people have, and sometimes yeah. people find them very moving. And certain people have this ability to to talk to you in a way that you find. And then, and, you know, and some people it doesn't work, but hey, I got this lady over here in the corner to cry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, somebody on. had an unhealthy emotional reaction, so uh, I can talk to the dead. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, horrible. Oh, That's someone's I mean, crying in the goop office. Like, that doesn't happen yeah. every fucking day. <laughs> I mean, they have a cry room. Exactly. Yeah, I, absolutely. I, if, and if we're, yeah, I mean, I think media generally just, yeah. It, it is in the same ballpark, but it, it's weirdly, you know, morphed into this thing. It's probably. I think most depressingly, I mean, the whole culture of Goop is the most depressing outcome of, of you know, new sincerity push or whatever. Like, exactly, that's really, a very good and, it, and it's sad that it ties into the same hucksters that have been going for ages that have been sort of animalistically exploiting people's emotional insecurities um, to do with literal trauma and, and stuff like that. Exactly, um, and we should say that again, the people in this show, you know, wealthy, though they may be even irritating and mm -hmm. silly, kind of traumas they talk about are very real. We're talking about loss of loved ones, yeah. mental illness. That's another thing is that skirting underneath particularly the psychedelics episode, I'm just going to say this because it did make me genuinely quite angry. There's a critique of, you know, the pharmaceutical industry and the, the approach of just prescribing antidepressants to people and not, you know, treating them properly. And there, there's a grain of truth to that. I think we're only we're figuring all this stuff out and we're not sure. You don't go from pharmaceuticals to snake oil like yeah, yeah. that is just not that fucking is, on that, and you can't yeah. couch that in the language of we're all feeling what we're feeling it's funny the way they're like you know we're not saying exactly. you should do psychedelics oh. but then there's just a big orb do whatever sometimes it's xanax and sometimes it's the orb and sometimes i just go like it's like i'm gonna disagree with the big floating orb i'm gonna go with that that I, that, that I feel just raw fear when i look at it i'm reluctant to apply the wonka scale because i feel like it's exactly what gwen wants me exactly but i will say it's nice. you are no william f wonka gwen. <laughs> I knew William F. Wonka. I don't think she even has the rage of Wonka. I think she has the detached, cold, uh, like, you know, she sees Augustus Kloot getting sucked up. And, uh... Uh, excuse me, what's, what's, uh, I'm going to fact check you on this. What's Wonka's attitude to that? Oh, yeah, he is pretty detached, isn't he? I think we, we so disagree. What, I, yeah, uh, can you imagine if you stole one of the magic elixirs from the boot lab? Mm, You're yeah. getting the fizzy lifting boots, right? Yeah. <laughs> you lose! <laughs> You get nothing. Gwyneth Paltrow is exactly that, but she is she is yeah. she is dark, darker Wonka. It's yeah, I think it is genuinely. It's, we may have a perfect score on the Wonka scale in this one. Yeah, I think it's exactly as no, it's more evil than Wonka. I mean, what, yeah. what did Wonka do? He killed a few kids, you know. I, yeah, like, <laughs> Gwyneth is Gwyneth is exploiting something more powerful, but Gwyneth yeah, it's just killed her relationship with her kids. You know? <laughs> it's not. It's different. It's like owned. And the goop that keeps on flowing! <laughs> it is the perfect blend, is. which is what Wonka does, which is doing evil but not realizing it's evil. Exactly. Um, exactly. And, I think, it? and it's so hard to unpick why they don't think it is. And it's just like. There's a lot to say. We're, 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 this is going to be a recurring theme on the show, I'm sure. I started thinking there would be a goop cruise. Like, I could just. It feels like the people on a cruise. 
And it's just like, yeah, just You're a weird... so right. And they are those people. They're the weirdos. I've yeah. never been on a cruise, but they're the weirdos you talk to on the cruise. Yeah. Where you're like, so what are you into? Well, you know, by day I'm a tantric, but by night I'm into tantric fucking. Yeah. <laughs> like, of course, not. of course, yeah. Not. yeah, yeah. It's not like that Fight Club cruise, which I'm obsessed with. Uh, I don't know if you heard about that. But no. uh, we don't have time. <laughs> I want to explain. I'm sorry. We don't have time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cut it. Tell me next time. Yeah. 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 Um, is there any more final thoughts? I think we're basically done. Um, I think we're done. I think I think I think we've said all we need to say. I think this is quite clearly the, the product of a of a culture that has bits of knowledge that yeah. we're very keen to expand upon. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of bullshit out there, and people living in a in a difficult, alienating world are very susceptible to it. Yeah. Well, see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> comedy podcast. I was going like, wow. Oh, oh, sorry, yeah. I stepped on um, But um, <laughs> if you are sorry. listening, uh, thank you so much. Firstly, uh, if you like what you're hearing, please do leave us a review on iTunes or follow us on Spotify or, or uh, Google uh, Podcasts. We're on there as well. Uh, the, the review just helps us find people. Um, and five-star reviews, we're going to start reading out on pod. Um, if you you know if you like hearing us, <laughs> read it's a good idea. Write something during It'll be really it'll be great. Um, write whatever and we'll say it. Uh, thank it's you well. to Josh Wrighton for uh, making our theme tune. It's amazing. We, thank you, Josh. He has an EP on Spotify. You should check out. Um, uh, we you can find us on all social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, and in the bio. and uh, look forward to our uh, coming range of healthcare products with. In partnership with Goop, uh, they're gonna be they're gonna be great. This episode sponsored by Goop. That would be so great if we sold out that hard. The day we sell out to Goop, oh, I mean, I will do it. The yeah. Day, the day Gwyneth comes with that check, I'm, jo- I'm joining the Gwyneth Mil- I'm joining the Goop militia, and I'm gonna <laughs> the Goop militia. fight in for the Goop United States of Goop. Anyway, um, but until that day comes, we're gonna come at you with uh, uh, weekly episodes for the next couple of weeks, um, and. Weekly. Thanks so much for listening. This has been That's Rich. Uh, and I've been Danny McEwen. I've been Rory Kelly. And we'll catch you later. Bye. Bye-bye.